What is up, everybody? What is up? Welcome back to the episode two, to the episode two. That's right. Ford Producer Podcast. I'm Roman. And I'm Raymond. We produce music. Yes, we do. <laughs> We've been in the industry for a long time. We've been here a minute. Yeah, we've been here. We haven't left here. We've actually been here. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, Raymond's almost going on 30 years of uh, production. Yep. I'm almost at 20. So we are here to help you all, let you know about a few things. We're going to talk today about what? Did you draw a blank? No. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about our first paid gigs. That's right. And then we're going to talk about how do you know when to take a gig. Yes. And it's vitally important. That's right. Because you not know. yeah, not every opportunity is something you should walk through. Totally. So, yes, sir. So we are so happy that you all are on here today. We want to offer you a free gift. Which yes. last week we offered free coaching. It filled up. Filled up. So we can't we can't necessarily offer you all free coaching now. We have to offer you a free course. Right. It's industry standard productions. Forwardproducer.com slash ISP. The link's going to be down there. So click that. It's our gift to you. Hope you enjoy it. And it's really going to help take your production to that next level. Yes. We're giving away secrets about what it is. That's right. That the industry knows that, you know, maybe not everyone knows about. Especially if you're starting off, you got to learn. You got to learn somewhere or another. That's right. We're here to help you all. So check that out. Let us know how you like it. Engage with us. Ask us some questions. If you have questions about anything, let us know. Yes. We may have a drum battle, and then we'll ask who's the better drummer. <laughs> that would be, gonna be fun. It's going to be Raymond. That would be fun. <laughs> Raymond. I got to pr- Dude. <laughs> I branched out too much away from drums, so I wouldn't even- Yeah, but I haven't played in a while, so- <laughs> So it'll be an even playing field. <laughs> yeah, but, but I'll practice beforehand. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't let me start practicing. Yeah, totally. So- <laughs> So we'll we'll jump right in. You want to go first and talk about your first paid gig? No, I want you to start. Okay. Let me think about it. Because I want to hear it. You want to hear I want to hear yours. That's right. Okay, I'll start. Go ahead. <clears throat> My first paid gig as a producer, okay, was uh, with a church, believe it or not. And hey, that's another tip. There's a lot of churches uh, starting to do their own music. So uh, that's a good good place to get you know, either intern or, or start working with producers at churches. But anyway, um, it was um, a pretty big church. The worship leader wanted to do a record, but he didn't want to do a live record. He wanted to do a studio. So I was living in Nashville at the tell time. Us, tell us the difference. What, what's the difference between the live and the studio? So live is when literally you do the whole thing live. You have a you have the full band there. You have the choir, you know, or singers, mm-hmm. and you're in front of a live audience, and you're actually re- recording. You may even have mics on the, the audience. Crowd That's mics. exactly yeah. Usually you have at least four. Right. Mike's on the audience, so so you really get that ambient sound. But yeah, that's that's the difference. Oh, and then the studio is everything is built from total scratch: drums, bass, mm. you know, guitar, keys, that programming. That's correct, absolutely. So we were uh, we were doing a studio record, and then so I got the band. We were uh, we were tracking along everything. So at the time. I was using, we were using these tape recorders called DAT machine. Uh, what year was it? You know I get the years out of you, right? Dude, probably <laughs> 2000. Using ADAT. Yeah, using ADAT. Yeah, using ADATs and, uh, you know, 
yeah, year two. Yeah, I think it was about 2000. Anyway, uh, we were using ADATs. And so the cool technique back in the day was to record your live band on the ADATs right. because it sounded great and then do all your overdubs on on a computer onto digital right so so a lot of the old school like that that compression or the tape saturation right 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 exactly so so that's what we did so we recorded all the the main band tracks the music tracks onto ADAT then i i i took those files and put them into the computer okay now what i didn't know <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> what I did know is that you needed a BNC connector. What is that? In order to connect the time clocks. Oh. Right? Because that's how digital, that, that's how you record, you have to record digital is using a clock in order to synchronize. The BNC, that one that has like a, a chrome screw lock? That's right. Exactly. So you needed one of those and then you needed the the clock to be coming from the computer. Right. And so what master. that does, right, and so then that locks the computer to the to the ADATs, but I did not know that. Hmm. So when I when I put the ADAT uh, files into the computer, I had no D BNC connector. So guys, look, <laughs> I recorded all of the lead vocals, all of the background vocals, all of the acoustic guitars and electric guitars that you know that weren't done live right. I did all that on the computer thinking oh when I'm done and we're about to ready to mix we'll just lock the two together and then we'll go on about it how did you track to it though like you track to the, uh, the uh, original recording on the ADAT yeah well yeah no 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 I, I didn't record to that I put those the ADAT tracks onto the computer then overdubbed the, from there how did you put them onto the computer uh, interfaces okay you just took like a stereo out of the ADAT? No, it was all uh, with, um, uh, what do you call those? Um, the, the ADAT connectors. Yeah, it's light pipe. The, the light pipe, yeah. Yeah, light pipe. But what you're supposed to do when you do that is have that yeah, have BNC be, connector. The word clock has to and be. The, well, correct. And I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So I just did the transfers through the light pipe to the to the computer. So the computer didn't print an audio file. It was just playing through No, no, no. Your it, input. It actually printed an audio file. Oh, uh, got you. Because the it was the ADAT light pipe out of the ADATs into the converter. Got you. Right? Yeah. And then the converter the the A to D audio to digital converter yeah. is what brought it into the computer. Got you. Right? But if you don't have a BNC connector controlling your clock, they they don't sync. So and then that's what happened. I got all the way to to um, mixing, put the ADATs up <laughs> with the tracks that were on the computer, and they they started drifting right apart. So it's in time at the first hit, and then at the end. That's of right. Then everything drifted uh, on all the songs. How did you get them from ADAT onto the when the mixing stage? How did you get them on there? Okay, I didn't. I I just took the ADATs. I played the original ADATs. Yeah. Files that were on the ADATs. Does that make sense? I'm a little confused on how that all worked. So <laughs> well, you, so was I. I. <laughs> so on your computer, whenever you went to just track the digital recordings, uh -huh. you had the ADAT playing? No. No. See, that's the thing. How I did didn't. you know what you're like if you're playing to the right stuff? Right, because because I had I had converted all of the ADATs. 
I, I put it into the computer. But you, so it converted into a digital file on the computer. Correct. And and I was using Logic Audio, Logic Audio at the time. Yeah, I had I correct them That's earlier right. today I, on this I, tutorial. Now I know Logic Pro. I was like, dude, you could say Logic Pro or you could say Logic. Right, He's like, no, right. this this dates how how long I've had it. Right. This is before Apple bought bought Logic. I so I got you. So you printed the, you printed the ADAT file onto Logic. Yeah. And that's what you tracked. That's what I did all my overdubs to. How'd you get it on there from mixing, for a mixing stage? Okay, so. Because it all ended, it needed to be digital, right? The thought was, I, I put all the light pipes, did all that together, got all that running right. Because you could just, still sync, you could still sync through light pipes. Oh, now you can. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Right, I got you. Right? Yeah. Well, actually, I actually, Roman, you're right. So I thought but you have to set a master and a slave correct. Though. That was the that was the difference. <laughs> I was just thinking that the light pipe was going to sync it up at the end, but you have to have a B, a special BNC connector that controls that becomes that well that controls the master clock. Yeah, so everything's in time and everything. Yeah, so it. I think wasn't. the same works with cameras too. Time code, I think, is what it's called on cameras. Correct. And I only had three days to mix 10 songs. So how, for the mix stage, you didn't do the same thing to get the ADAT files onto the onto Logic? I tried. So why don't you just use the ones that you guys you tracked to? Oh, you did a stereo mix as opposed to the multi That's right, exactly. Ah, it makes sense to me now. That's exactly right. I got you. So it was, so needless to say, y'all, it was ADAT a mess. trash. Right. So, so <laughs> it wouldn't have worked. So the studio tracks were going one way, yes. and then the the other tracks were going the other way. So it it was a mess. I was I was freaking freaking out. Um, the church they had given me twenty thousand dollars for your to, first for my gig. first y'all listen to this first production. His gig. first gig in two thousand was twenty k. Twenty grand. And they believed and in this I guy to do it. I was messing it <laughs> up. I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> oh, man. It was so bad. I still have nightmares. So what, what, what ended up happening? What did you have to do? All right. So nothing was working. A friend of mine. <laughs> nothing was working. A buddy of mine from Belmont. Uh, where did we meet? I get John Doss was his name. John, if you're listening, thank you again. Appreciate right. you, John. So, so John was super, super great at digital editing. Mm. So what we ended up doing is putting all on, and I think I did 48 tracks. Mm. Uh, we put all 48 tracks into a program called Digital Performer. Mm. And it's equivalent to Pro Tools and all those kinds of things. And but he, it's probably a Windows-based that no 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 it was it, it was, was Mac too yeah it was Mac based I never and, heard of it and dude John for ten songs every measure cut and moved back and moved and moved everything wow like literally every measure for ten songs and it took us all, took him all night this is probably before the time functionality of these DOS because probably now you could go in and you could time stretch that yeah which you're not stretching in your case wouldn't be stretching it would be there's no way that that it'd be a time crunch yeah that was (laughs) way way beyond that but john um, that's a great way to fix it though yeah but it's very very meticulous and took forever and took literally all night like like that was probably one of the third or fourth all-nighters i've ever done maybe like two twenty five hundred three thousand measures in there easily 
Easily. So he cut on almost every More measure. How many measures and moved? Maybe like fifty. Maybe five thousand cuts. Right. I think. I think we only got. I know. I only got like three, four hours of sleep that night, but I bet. because I was under the gun because we had were, to get were a mix. Were you excited or were you more like stressed like crap, I just failed? Oh, I was stressed. I had failed. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't like, I had failed. Oh, if it wasn't for John, I would have lost the, the that 20 grand. Did they do a deposit up front or was it like, they gave, No, they just wrote a check. All 20K? All 20 grand up That's front. legit. <laughs> In two thousand, that's like forty thousand yeah. dollars. <laughs> so y'all, that that was my first. So listen, that that's why when we say, hey, you know, just get started. When you know, we say you can do this. Yeah. Like you can do this. Can we find that recording now? Yeah, actually, <laughs> is it is it one you're like eBay? You'll say like this one's legit. Like it's a good recording idea. Well, it's a good recording, but honestly, I learned so much about um, Mike Pre's after that. I don't oh, really? love the sound of it right oh, now yeah. uh, because of the mic pre's we ended up using um i much prefer the need 1081s which we can talk about at yeah. some other time that's some hot dog mic uh, but we were using the 1272 neems which actually has a coloration in the mid-range uh that i do not like so um i don't love the sound of it like the eq wouldn't be able to take it out or no no no, no. still kind of yeah probably yeah. the harmonics and stuff like that are still kind of there yeah so, dude, that that was my first gig as a producer. What what about yours? This is your first paid gig because we probably yeah. had some gigs. Yes, we probably had some gigs as producers. That is like yes, you're not proud of, but you might be proud of. Hey, you know. So my first paid gig, I'm trying to think. It's probably in the garage, huh? Because I did a lot of recording, free recording, a ton of free stuff, like yeah. for bands, for friends, family, yeah, whatever. So I think my first paid gig was actually a rap artist. Hippity which, hop. Which this this sort of stuff could all go into the story I want to tell also. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> so I, I talked about last week about the kind of demographic I attracted. Yeah. Like in that garage studio, I wanted to rehearse and then I was like, I want to record what I'm good at is like metal and rock and uh -huh. worship stuff. So I was like, that's who I'm going to attract. You mean like metal worship? Metal, grunge, <laughs> death metal worship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so I was recording, I'd say 90% rap that would come and contact me. Okay. And probably what we were going to talk about also is about the gigs and like how to know when to take it. Yeah. My price point was $25 an hour. Oh, that's This low. is 2000 and very low, I think. That was in 2012. Uh-huh. So I get rappers coming in all the time. And this is when it, before I really started making beats. I was I knew how to do it, but I wasn't doing hip-hop beats. I was doing like EDM stuff. Yeah. So dude contacted me. He came in and I think that he brought his own beat. Yeah. And just just wanted you to do vocal. Yeah, just laid vocal, about the stereo mix down. You know, yeah. like that's what it is. They got a stereo mix down beat and emailed it to me, or he got a flash drive and put it in the thing and yeah, queued it up. I didn't do any timing. Like I didn't know how to find the tempo or the key, even though auto tune was like a big deal. I didn't do any of that. I just did drag it in there. Yeah, put your vocal there. Like I recorded a little bit of rap stuff at CF and I right in the in the dorms just fooling around but I yeah. I didn't know how to make it nice you know right so he came in and did his two hours I made fifty bucks he came in there and I just I put a rough mix on it I did a master just tracked it 
I put an EQ compression on it and yeah. made his mic sound good and sent him on his way. There you go. Can we hear it today? Probably not. <laughs> I don't remember the dude's name. But it was it was a project. Dude, you know? me and you should try to find our first production. I got the first production. What do you mean? I have my not the paid gig. I have the first production. What we talked about? No, no, about you, we need to find the first paid gig one and playing for. I everybody. couldn't find that. There's so many rappers that came in with copywritten beats and they oh. never released, or if they did, it would get taken down. Oh, okay. So, and a lot of them just they still did a mixtape, which is a burnt CD of their three tracks. Yeah, and they never went on Spotify or Apple Music, even though that was kind of it was coming up then. Yeah. But that's what they did. So I'll, I'll probably never be able to find them. There's a few people I work with then that I, their music's still out now. Yeah, you know, so I could find that. But the first one, that's cool. But I was I was happy though. You know how it is making some money off of doing something fun. You know what? I bet you, you got you paid twenty k. I got paid twenty. Well, I didn't make any money <laughs> at, at, at the end of the whole thing because of my mess up. And I had to pay John like three four grand. And you hired out musicians like you said yes. before, right? And studios the whole night. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I probably brought home a thousand for working your butt off. Yeah, for like three months of work. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, mine but hey, like, it, it was fun. Yeah, you got paid for it. And traumatic. I just remember <laughs> how excited I was because like I didn't like doing rap. Yeah, I did it and I was good at it. But I remembered I pay. I just did. I crunched the numbers. I was like seventy five dollars a month for this garage. Yeah. In one session, I almost paid off the garage. I'm yeah. In the clear, and I'm ready. I'm I'm fine with investing money in here to rehearse drums to practice. Right. It's like if I get this for free and make a little. Lunch money on the side, I was ecstatic. I was right. Like, Let's do it. I knew well, nothing yeah. about doing projects or nothing like that. Right. Getting paid a chunk like that. I had no clue. I was just, I'm going to, I got paid for this. Wow. I'm going to yeah. pay off this garage that I'm renting. Wow. Dude, we, we should try to find our first pay gig production and then, then play our latest one. There you go. And see how wide that gap is. And, you know, that's our journey in well, production. Shout out my boy <laughs> Z. Z, you're probably watching this. Z. You were on the last one commenting, but Z was one of the early people. He remembers the garage. Oh, okay. And he was like, this is, I'm going to throw him under the bus. He was starting rapping. Yeah. And he was not good. So if I really, if I really he wanted to make He must be good now that, for you to oh, say he's that. Good he's still doing it. Oh, okay. I still, I still work with him. There you go. He wants more beats out of me, but. Well, make some beats. We fight a little. We butt heads a little bit. But he, he ain't 25 an hour no more. Right. Oh. <laughs> oh, with him, I, I do points with him. So we okay. do, we do split. But he was, he came in. So if I really wanted to mess with him, I'll yeah. put his, his stuff when he first started. He'd be upset. <laughs> He wants me to delete it. I'm, he'll never. I have backups. You know how it is. You want a backup? Yeah, you gotta have backups. So I have backups. He may think I deleted off of this drive, but it's it's yeah. stored. But he was, I could find his stuff easily. Right. And he has stuff now that's more up to date, which he's great. He's a great rapper now. That's hilarious. But it's just crazy. Dude, that's a good story. It's all right. Well done. But I have you. You want to talk any more about? You have any stories about your experience? Your early on experience? Uh, is the dude still doing worship now or the church still doing worship now yeah oh yeah 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 I, I ended up going on staff there oh nice uh, I mean a while later but but ended up going on staff and you know we built a full Pro Tools rig and you know the guys that are now, there now are took everything I taught them and went to a whole nother level that's I mean, usually how it goes they are incredibly in talent you know incredibly talented so that's cool. Yeah, man. 
Yeah, my people, I have no clue. The first gig, I have no clue <clears throat> if he's still rapping. Oh. But my, my buddy Z, he's still doing it. He's That's good. He's got it. He's a really good rapper. Isn't it hot? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it hot? Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to tell a story, which we have on our, our show notes here. Go for it. I wanted to tell a story that's along the lines of what we were just talking about. Okay. <laughs> so we had, I would get rappers in all the time, bro. Like probably twice a week, I would get rappers in, new rappers. Yeah. And then I have repeat customers. Now, what what city were you in? Uh, I was in Grand Prairie, which is DFW Metroplex area. Nice. It's uh, South. You know, there's a lot of hip hop in Dallas. A ton. I, I mean, it's it shouldn't be surprising, but it's it's surprising. Well, like I told you too, I got ranked first page of Dallas Recording Studio. Yeah. And one of my keywords was hip hop, even though I didn't want to do it and I didn't like to do it. I just knew it would help index. So they were all coming in. They came in, bro. And By the I droves. distinctly remember. I'm not going to name drop anyone. It's not Z. Whoever, he might be watching, they may not. I don't know if they follow me anymore. Right. There's one gentleman that he was, he came in, he does like everyone else, everyone did the same thing. Everyone did the same thing. And they'll contact me. Hey, uh, you record rap? Yes. Yeah. 25 an hour. I didn't do any minimums either. They People came in for one hour. Oh my God. But I was happy-ish because Dude. my garage is getting paid off and I'm learning how to record people. Yep. And at the time I was getting into making beats, building beats. Yeah. Which now like I have a, a decent beat placement now that people that come and record with me now, I could just name drop and they're like, oh, he's got it. Yeah. So that was a learning process, which I was excited about. But this yeah. dude came in and he was, uh, I'm not even going to say what he looked like. <laughs> He was a guy. Yeah, that came in. A dude. He contacted. Hey, do you record hip hop? Yes. Oh, I do. You, I just have a stereo track of a beat. Uh -huh. Is that all right? Yeah, bro. Come on. So he came in. He put his stereo track in. I was getting the session set up, you know, and getting the mic set up and making the track, making sure Pro Tools is set up correctly. He's like, Hey, I'll be right back. I'm gonna go. So we had to open the garage door. You know, open it up. <laughs> He goes and leaves because I wouldn't let them smoke, drink. Well, I let them drink water in there. Well, he wanted to smoke? He wanted to do something. <laughs> I don't know what he did. But he left and he came back. He's like, he was he didn't do anything. When he came back, he's like, oh, everything's ready to go? I was like, yeah, let's let's do it. He's like, okay, cool. Because I, I usually tell them when they, when they, they'll usually ask, like, can yeah. I smoke in here? No. Nah. No. So he go out. So I assume he went out to go smoke. He didn't. He just went out to go do something yeah so he came back i was like all right bro you ready here's the beat he's like yeah 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 he got on there uh, uh. his flow was so whack yeah. <laughs> he was so offbeat he couldn't he couldn't do nothing so there's there's actually double sides to this story a different yeah. rapper that did the the opposite of what this guy did he was trash blah 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 not on beat i'd have to stop hey can you <laughs> rap on beat please but you right. know in a nice way he couldn't <laughs> do it yeah so i was like all right let's just take a break and i try to time correct kind of what you're talking about yes I try to time correct and move him yeah and he's like alright I'm gonna step out this time he stepped out and did something <laughs> what and I he? know what he did because I smelt it on him when he came back ah and I was like well I'm glad he didn't blow his smoke into my equipment yes cool you know yeah all the AC went out then we opened the garage <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I was a little upset right but then he got on the mic and he could rap what <laughs> <laughs> oh, he could rap I was like, what in the world? That's hilarious. I was like, dude is on time. He's he's putting melody and he's emphasizing correctly. What did he go run around a block or something? I don't know what he I know what he did. Did some push ups. I know what he did. 
I've had people do that. This is insane. (laughs) Like, how did that even happen? That is awesome. And then there's another dude. We got time for another story. Y'all want to hear another story about this? Man, okay. The other dude, (laughs) another dude came, pretty much the same thing. He brought brought the track. It's all hip hop. They do basically the same thing. Yeah. And they asked, do you have auto-tune? Yep. Yes. Can I do? Can you do that telephone effect with reverb? Oh, the ad libs. Yeah. Oh, I want to do emphasis start. I know it all. So he came in. He's like, Can you do that? Yeah, I got you. Uh-huh. So he came in and he we put the track on. And he was a good rapper. He yeah. wasn't amazing. He was good. He was on beat. It was a good rap. Yeah. Like great, dude. This is awesome. He had a couple of tracks to do. He's like, All right, man. Uh, just mix this one down. And we'll I'll load up the next one. Okay, cool. He stepped out. When he came back, I know what he did. Similar to the other situation. Yeah. And he was so groggy and like his eyes were glazed over. And he's like, yeah, man, that's... all right, let's do this other song. He hops on the mic. Lost it. Worse than the first <laughs> Slurring yeah. rap flow. Yeah. And then what he did, I was mixing the stuff down. I told, I was like, dude, this is, I'm like, I, I usually tell him if you want to release this, cool, but. I don't think it's good enough. I'm just being honest with you. I'm trying to be nice. He's like, yeah, man, I'm just going to sit down. Just do your thing and mix it down. Yeah. He passed out on the couch. What? He went to sleep? He passed out on the couch, and I had to tell him, dude. Were you on the clock? He was on the clock. Well, hey. No, no, I didn't. $25. $25 an hour naps. So I was just, I had to wake him up. You'll stop like, napping if you have to pay 25 bucks yeah, an hour. If I was a little, if I was a weasel, I would have just let him sleep. I didn't do that. Oh, uh, okay. I just exported his track. Like, hey, you on the clock, bro. I didn't even tell him that. I was like, dude, you got to leave. <laughs> there you go. I was like, first of all, if I, I can't put my name behind whatever music you put out. Absolutely. And so I was like, dude, maybe the first track, maybe, maybe right. not. It wasn't that good, but it was all right. But I was like, all right, dude, you got to leave. And he couldn't wake up. Like, dude, what in the world? His phone's blowing up. He wouldn't wake up. So I was like, dude, you need to leave. And I shook him. Yeah. I think his girlfriend called him a bunch of times and finally he woke up. Okay, well, that's But that was like what? That's crazy. That blew my mind. Like one dude did his thing and Yeah. Was good. The other dude, he turned into a sloth. Dude, I've heard like gun gunfights, like shootouts in studios, everything. Yeah. I was blessed enough yeah, to not do get any intense. of that. I had girlfriends calling and getting the people upset, and then they have to your girlfriends. No, I was married at the time. Oh, okay. But they they would call the rapper dudes, and they would blah blah oh, blah, yeah. blah blah. Hey man, I gotta go. I'm like, well, you already paid. <laughs> right. See ya. It's like I can't do much, but I work with them though. Like, yeah, come back. You know, it was nice. So you still doing hip hop here in Austin? Yep. All right. Let's you want me to name drop one of my placements? Well, I think he's. Yeah, yeah, name, name drop. Dream dropper for the audience, Young M.A. <laughs> Look up the, the song Regular. Ooh, it's Young M.A. It's regular. my instrumental. There you go. She's a great rapper. It's uh, We're Christians, but Dude, it's not that, Christian rap. That's yeah. how I actually got to know you, know about you. From, yeah, we'll uh, You know, several months ago, yeah. because I was needing, because I was working on a production with 808 and, you know, bass in it, like some serious bass in it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have a ton of experience at it, so I was looking for people, and, yeah, and they mentioned you. That's right. And remember, you you asked me, "Hey, do you have any rap beats?" I was like, "Dude, I have hundreds." And <laughs> right, like I could just drop a whole pack of beats on people. Right, but then then the artist that I was working with actually wrote a song, and then I built a beat around that. Well, that's cool. Yeah, you proud of it? Yeah, 
it actually was went pretty well. I want to hear it. That's right. We're gonna play it. See, that's what I'm saying. We ought to play our most recent. We should we'll have a production we'll have and a then our early production. We should let us know if y'all want to hear that. Yeah, let us know if you want to hear it. That'd be but yeah. That's Young and May is a big. We can laugh now. together. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, the, those rappers will come in. Yeah, ask me, do you do hip hop? And I don't put I don't put that information on my website. Right, like who that is when they come to the studio? You're still in the studio. Yeah, the wall, and then they'll be looking and they're like, oh, and it's a lot of Christian, right, right, and metal, and then they'll see this. Hey, you did you that? did this? Yeah, what did you do? That's my beat. <laughs> oh, we can work. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's bro. right. But yeah, that's well. Hey, we ought to since we're on on this topic, we ought to talk about how do you know when to take a gig. Let's do it. Go ahead. All right. So whenever my uh, so when, whenever I was in college, Belmont University, um, I had uh, I was a percussion major. Mm-hmm. Right. So percussion was my main. You read music. Ish. <laughs> no, you you read music. I'm telling you because based off the people now that. Oh like, yeah. They could barely play the click. Yes. You read and I do know theory, music theory and all that stuff. But anyway, so, um, and my, per- my percussion teacher was Sam Baco. And to this day, he is still the principal percussionist of the Nashville Symphony Orchestra. He's a absolute He's a beast. Dog. For sure. So, um, but, you know, over the course of semesters, you know, you really get to know people. And so mm-hmm. he really became a mentor to me. That's awesome. So I would go in asking, you know, not just percussion questions, but many times life questions. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I was having, you know, different opportunities to play different places around town with artists and all that kind of thing. So I went into Sam and I said, hey, Sam, how, and I asked the question, how do you know when to take a gig? And so he walked me through what I'll call three considerations, mm-hmm. okay, when you're taking a gig. The first one is the music. Do you love the music? Is it something that you, you know, inspires you that you feel you can accomplish well with this artist? You know, is it something that um, that really inspires you? Right. He didn't, he didn't say like if you felt comfortable with the music. He said if you if you love it. Yeah, if you love it, but but also if you feel comfortable with it. Like in other words, it's something that you feel like you can handle. Right. But. Also, too, if you if it inspires you, for sure. So that's first concern. Rap, rap does not inspire me. Well, but I'm comfortable. Maybe you, well, well, well <laughs> I need hey, to reassess. All right, so so okay, you don't like it. So I'll, I'll come to you and I'll, I'll, I'll with the scenario in a second. Okay. All right. So the second thing is, um, so first one is is the music. Second thing is the people. He he said, "Do you do you love the people? Are these people that you connect to? Are these people that inspire you whenever you're, so you're he's playing?" He's giving you next level game. Yeah, next my level. thing was like, I don't know who you are. I don't even like the music you do. Come through. So if I had that, it would have probably been a total right. Well, well, and even if you don't know the people, do you respect what they're doing enough to go? Okay, these these folks are legit. You know, this could be a good opportunity, right? Because the truth, truth of the matter is, especially in the live, live situation, but also production, I mean, you're in the studio with these people sometimes for hours. Yes. You know, when you're doing live stuff, you're on the road for weeks, mm-hmm. right? So the people component is a very important component, right? right? So then the last one is the money. 
Right, is the money good? Am, am I being able to pay my bills with it? Mm-hmm. You know, is is it enough to you know get me over to the next month? You know, or is it more like a salary thing where it's consistent? You know, but but yeah, my, money is consistent. I'm sorry, money is the third consideration. So, so here's the catch. Here's how do you know when to take the gig? Okay, is if you have two out of the three, mm-hmm. you should take the gig. Awesome. So if you can't stand the people. No, no, yeah. If you don't know the people, but you like the 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 music and you like the money, you should take it. Okay. Yeah. If you if you uh, if you can't stand the music, but they're good people and it's good money, you should take the gig. Okay. If if the money's horrible. But the music's great and the people are great. You should take the gig. I got you. So that's how you know. As, as long as you get two out of the three, and dude, when he that just blew my mind. I my wish mind I when knew he, that. That's like, man, that makes a ton of sense. When I first started, yeah, I didn't like the music. I knew how to do it. <laughs> I didn't know the people, right? But based off the genre, people, those type of people that rap about shooting, killing, yeah. sleeping around, drugs, sex, right. violence. I know what kind of people are. That's not the people I like. Right. On. And the money was not right. <laughs> not so, <laughs> you didn't have any of them. I had a hard time. You should have moved on to somebody else. Right. That's hilarious. <laughs> Dude, Roman, that's the first time I've ever talked about that. And then and then we'll said, well, but, what if you don't have any of the three? Exactly. You take the gig. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know, though. But actually, you know what? That is funny. But I, I, I didn't love the music, but I did... I know how to do it. I felt comfortable with it. I'm comfortable with the people. I can relate yeah. to people that come. Yeah. And at the time, the money was not great. But yeah. I was happy with the money because it was paying off that garage. That's right. And you were getting started. You were learning. Yeah. All that kind of so thing. kind of worked with but, but But typically in that situation, you wouldn't want to take it. You, you would want to figure out how to get a better gig or, you know, some, you know well, something. Now, now also, it's like... Hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Now looking back, if I had a mentor that said blah 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 blah, my standards wouldn't have been. That's right. This it would right. have been this, which probably would have probably would have made more money, been less stress. Yeah. Wouldn't have my my equipment smelling like drugs. Right. Right. So yeah, I, I've actually fallen back on that advice a lot. So. Yeah. I think I figured that out by default. 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 Yeah. I figured that out now. Right. But starting off, I didn't have that. So. Right. But hey, y'all don't have to start out that way. Now you know. Now you, you listen know. to this. You know. Three considerations. Though. No excuse. The music, the people, and the money. Right. You got to have two out of the three. Yep. That's. I think that's the same way, too, when it comes to uh, writing with people. Uh-huh. You, oh, especially so. Right. Well, yeah, with writing with people, um, I mean, the music you're kind of- Because that's a gig. Yeah, for sure, and the music you're you're kind of it's coming along as you go. Like, but but the people, you know, that is critical whenever you're writing. Like, if you can have a good chemistry mm-hmm. with who you're writing with, that can actually take your song to the next level yeah. just by a different person in the room. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, now it's like I. I have like studio. It's a public studio now. Yeah. Like say if I'm like I'm gonna work with Raymond, I'm gonna do a project with him. That's a different situation where those kind of come into play. Correct. Now my contact form for the public studio is set to funnel people that are more like that. 
Okay, so yeah. What is your budget? What genre of music? What is your social media account? Stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So then I could go yeah. and look. What are you all about? So that that's I'm actually not, good. You know, it's a public thing now. So I can say no to you. Which now? I don't know about you. <laughs> I prefer working with people I know. Oh yeah, and it's for more, sure. It's like. I love what you're doing. I'm going to put my time and effort in. That's right. I want to help you pay get me. To the pay next me level. royalties. That's yeah, exactly I don't need anything right. up front. If it's yeah. someone I don't know, hey, <laughs> exactly have something now because I'm going to put in some quality work for you. That's right. And or or it's the you know you don't have the other two, but they're they're going to pay you hundred bucks an hour. Maybe work. Come on. Yeah. Take as long as you need. Yeah. I'll sit in the air conditioning <laughs> and I'll fall asleep. Exactly. Leave and come back and be terrible and crash on the couch and pass out. That's exactly right. 100 bucks an hour. That's exactly right. Oh, man. Well, that's good. You have anything else? You have any other stories for us? No, that's all I got for now. So I think well, I like, uh, we're trying to be very intentional about telling stories to you all because I think that helps people understand more. Yeah. And when they come across their own crazy situations, they're yeah. not all alone. Yeah. And it's fun. You know yeah, what I mean? Sure. I love to hear stories like what well, you're talking about with your first experience. I love to hear that. That's why I was asking you like, what about the, the cable? What about right. the, like, dude, I'm trying to be there with Raymond. That's exactly Stressing right. bullets over his stuff not uh-huh. being synced up. I was in my apartment. We had just got married. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy. But you had to go in and out to the, the actual studio. You didn't have a home studio set up to do that. Well, I had a home studio to do all of the um, uh, all of the overdubs in. Ah, uh, gotcha. Okay, but a real, you know, if if you're tracking a full live band, you need you need to go to the studio. Right. So. Yes, sir. Well, just want to remind you all again, we have the free course. Yeah, man forwardproducer.com slash ISP for industry standard productions. Mm-hmm. You know, starting off, you may not know that you need a strong melody to record something nice. Mm-hmm. You may just go off of like, I know how to record and you're not even doing anything inspirational. Yeah, This course can help you all. I think it'll benefit them a lot to learn that yeah. sort of stuff. And Yeah, and I, and I think it'll really help take your production to the next level. Yeah. Especially if you're stuck, you're not sure... What to do next? Yeah, this can help you get you know give you a, a fresh perspective mm-hmm. on it and take things to the next level. Totally. Well, let's check to see if we have any questions on the live, and if not, we will call it. There you we go. appreciate y'all being on. Absolutely. Even if you're watching this after the fact, we appreciate it. If you snoozed and you and you missed out on the coaching, it's all good. We got that free gift for you. No questions in the live, so. Thank you all for tuning in. We appreciate yes. it. We're going to be trying to go live on Mondays like we are now, about the same time, depending. But we are grateful for you all, and we will see you next time. See y'all.